Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. My dear brothers and sisters and those listening at home or around the world, we start by thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, saying alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, for all the ni'mah and bounties Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us. We don't even know the account how many ni'mah Allah bestowed on each individual on every minute. The biggest ni'mah is the ni'mah of La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. The Prophet Muhammad was asked about dhikr. The Sahaba radiallahu asked Ya Rasulullah, can you teach me or can you tell us what is the best of dhikr? And the Prophet Muhammad replied, Afdalu dhikr la ilaha illallah. Keep remembering the la ilaha illallah. It's the, ni'mah, it's the biggest ni'mah and the gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to believe, to understand and to live our life according to the la ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. My dear brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us more than we can even understand. Do not let the shaitan mislead us even for a second by thinking that or by doubting that are we on the right path? Are we there in the right religion? Because of what is happening around the world. And this is nothing compared to the test what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested the previous ummah. And it's going to get even harder because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests those he loves the most. Allah will keep testing us one way or another, whether we like it or not, because Allah loves us. Shaitan will tell us different but we should continue our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the mercy and the ni'mah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted this ummah, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that Allah created this dunya we are living in, Allah created the heavens, Allah created the hell, Jannah and Jahannam. Allah created all the universe and all the creations. And Allah is the one who decided that Aiyah will have 12 months. Allah is the one who decided that Aiyah will have 12 months. And from the 12 months, Allah himself is the one who decided Minha Arba'atun Hurum out of the 12 Four will be the sacred month. It is the choice of Allah. And amongst those four months, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us another opportunity to witness the month of Rajab, which is amongst the four sacred months. And in this month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because it is the sacred month, the virtues are great. Likewise, anyone who commits sins, 
the sins will be greater than compared to the other month. Anyone who, anyone who good do actions, good deeds, the ajr and sawab for it and the reward for it will be much greater because it is one of the sacred months. My dear brothers, let's not shaitan deceive us by looking what is happening around the world to the Muslim. This is from tears from Allah and we continue praying Allah and asking help from Allah and asking protection from Allah and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us successful to pass the test. It is going to continue from one place to another. What is happening in Palestine is going to implement it somewhere else. And exactly the same thing happened two, three days ago. In India, in Mumbai, after the government and the Prime Minister Modi opened, the Mandir which on the same place where Babri Masjid was, the Hindus started celebrating that we got one better than the Muslims. We destroyed their masjid and we replaced it with a mandir. And that celebration continued to affect the Muslim living in that area. We don't know, but you see the Muslim living in that area, how much they have been affected because of that. And that will continue somewhere else. And it will continue somewhere else. But this is all test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It should not make us any less, but in fact it should make us even more closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bring us more closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wake those Muslims up who are sleeping. I hear people complaining about, oh, what are the Muslim world leaders doing? We're not here to please them. We are here to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have been useless before and they will continue to be useless to the Muslim ummah. Those are the one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran. إِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ فِي الدَّرْكِ الْأَسْفَلِ مِنَ النَّارِ Today Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you the wealth, the power, everything in your, in your control to be able to help the Muslims around the world and you are staying quiet because you are pleasing their kuffar. Because you are worried about your chair, your position, your status in this dunya rather than worrying about the status in hereafter. And those are munafikin, they were at the time of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa too. And they are in our time. And they will continue to be in this world until the last day. But we are not here to, help, to ask help from them. We are here to ask help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The test is from Allah for them and for us. Who's going to pass or who's going to fail? Allah knows best. Let's not lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is always merciful. Shaitan will continue deceiving us. Shaitan will continue to mislead us. It is up to us individual to continue to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by asking help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gave them enough wealth they're the richest world, countries in the world, the Middle East. But yet, they are so far from there, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most sins committed in the dunya, now they're in the Middle East. Whatever was implemented somewhere else, now it's been copied there. There was no Monday, now there is Monday. There was no church, now there will be, there will be church. There was no casino, now there will be the biggest casino in the world. 
There was no nightclubs. That would be the biggest nightclubs in the world. And so on. All this to please the kuffar. And displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaitan is doing his work. He's doing day and night. My dear brothers, it is up to us individual. Oh, everyone will be called on the day of Qiyamah to be accountable for our actions. How did we leave this dunya? Once from the moment you are born until the moment you die. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has all the accounts in details. And this is the one of the months Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us as a sacred month to do ex extra actions, extra deeds to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to keep praying for the safety of the ummah, to keep asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his help for the ummah rather than being selfish. I saw an image yesterday in the social media, our Muslim brothers and sisters and young children in Palestine, they have no food for days and nights. And yet, how can a Muslim, how can a Muslim have so much to eat that they can't even finish it and the food ends up in the bins? The Prophet Muhammad mentioned in the hadith, it's not a true believer, the one who eats at the full stomach while his neighbors are sleeping hungry. He did not say a Muslim sleeping hungry. He said his neighbor sleeping hungry. If that was the right for the neighbors, imagine what right our Muslim and brothers and sisters they have upon us. We eat so much, we consume so much that I need to go to the gym to digest the food. Yet, my Muslim brothers and sisters and young children, they go days and nights without even a meal. Without even a clean water to drink. Why am I going to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We are not in a competition to see who's going to eat the most. Ramadan is not far, it's just around the corner. We eat so much iftar that even taraweeh, I cannot, I cannot read it, the 20 rakats. If the imam takes so long in the ruku, when he's standing up, you can hear all the sounds. When he comes to sit in a tahiyat, you can see people can't even sit properly. Because, just because I, I was fasting from the fajr till maghrib, so now the iftar is going to be three million one go. While my Muslim brothers and sisters have not even a date to open their fast. How can a, a Muslim be so selfish? And this is what the Prophet Muhammad said. He's not a true believer who eats at full stomach. Here we go even extra. Everything now has become extra. The portion is extra. The pizza size is extra. The burger size is extra. The, the portion of the meal is extra. <coughs> While my neighbors go hungry 
by Muslim brothers and sisters, young children, they go hungry. Imagine for a moment, how in what language can you explain to your two or three years old or four years old that you have to wait for another day? We're not sure if we can get you anything to put in your mouth. How can you explain? What language are you going to use? What excuses are you going to use? Let's try. Can we keep our own two, three years old without food for 24 hours and see their reaction and try to explain to them for them to understand. This is what our Muslim brothers and sisters in Palestine, they're going every day and every night, my brothers and sisters. How much has that affected me? Mentally, physically, emotionally. How much do I pray for them? How much am I asking from Allah to help them? How much protection are we asking for ourselves? Just because we have the comfort zone, we have the comfort life, does that mean what is happening over there is not going to affect us here in Birmingham? If Allah decides it will. Today the same implication is happening in India and Mumbai. The Muslims have been targeted. Just for one reason, because they are Muslim, because they believe in Allah. How could I go and waste money, waste food, waste energy, waste time? Have we become summun, bokmun, umiyun, as Allah mentioned in the Quran, deaf, dumb, blind? Have we become like those Muslim leaders in the Middle East, munafikin? They act one way, they behave another way, they say something else, but in truly in their heart they have nothing but hatred for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gave them the wealth and they will be questioned on the day of Qiyamah. Don't be surprised, even during the Prophet Muhammad's time, they were munafikin. They were coming to the Prophet acting as if um, we are one of you. We are Muslim. But behind their back, they were not. My dear brothers, Alhamdulillah, Allah gave us another opportunity. The sacred month of Rajab is here. Let not go waste. Let's get closer to Allah. Let's mentally, physically prepare ourselves for the month of Ramadan, which is just around the corner. The blessed month, the month of Quran, the month of Ibadah, the month of going extra mile. Just like the, the medium-sized pizza is not enough, the large is not enough, now the extra large, and soon you'll be hearing a super extra large. The same way, can't, why can't we do it? We go extra mile in the month of Ramadan. And now look, for the next 15, 20 years, Ramadan is going to come in winter. You won't even feel the fast. 
The night is going to be longer. Why waste it rather than spending it in the worshipping of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in standing in salat, in reading the Quran, which we abandoned it for 11 months, and then we remember it for the first 10 days of Ramadan, and then we put it back on the shelf. Even the Quran will come on the day of Qiyamah. And it will ask Allah for justice. And the Prophet Muhammad mentioned in the hadith, Al-Quran hujjatul laka wa alayk. Clearly, he said the Quran will come on the day either for you or against you. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Quran to be my associate in this dunya and on the day of Qiyamah to be for me rather than against me. Because Allah will listen to the Quran. If the Quran comes and says, Ya Allah, he was my buddy in the dunya. He was, he was my best friend in the dunya. He kept me close to him. He remembered me. He read me. He made effort. He spent time behind the Quran. Allah will listen to the shifa of the Quran. Unlike if the Quran comes against us, then we are doomed. If it comes to complain to Allah, this person of yours never read me, occasionally used me as if I'm a spare tire. When they were, somebody passed away, read a few lines here and there. When they were in need, they read a few lines here and there. The rest, that's it. They were too busy with their dunya life. How can we even justify, explain ourselves in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while the Quran is against us. May Allah protect us from that. The Quran is there for us to read it daily. And I normally say this many times and I will never get tired of it. Look at your phones, how many minutes we spend in the phone and how many minutes we spend in the dhikr of Allah, in remembrance of Allah. And how many minutes we spend in the reading of the Quran. And you'll get the answer whether I'm doing justice or injustice to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We spend hours on the social media. Reading things that they're not going to even benefit us in the grave. Following things that they're not even going to benefit us on the day of Qiyamah. But yet when it comes to the reading of Quran, depends if I have time. And even to read in such a way that I'm not even sure whether I'm reading and pronouncing it properly or wrong. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of us. My dear brothers, the month of Rajab is here and soon it will be gone. Let's take full opportunity of it by doing extra ibadah, extra worshipping, extra reading, extra adhkar of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the most important, keep asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his support, his help, and his protection for the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.